This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, on the Rockstar Radio Network. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, it's another fabulous day in Colorado, my home base. We have no new fires, so that's been awfully good in the last few weeks since it's been so horrendous this summer. And we're going to talk about today, focus today on lighting the fire, kind of kind of a hard, hard switch over here, lighting the fire on an author and your book to get it out there. And one of the ways to really do that, besides I am just this huge, huge, huge fan of doing everything involved with the social media, which is what you have to do, is open your mouth. And this is not where you hide behind the keyboard and hide behind your computer, and you reach out to everybody in Cyberland, this is getting in front of people. This is getting on the stage, the platform, and and by delivering such amazing content and being so good that you will sell books. And I am absolutely one of those people who have done it. I, I've walked the talk. I've talked the walk. Um, I know that I can directly track sales to my mouth um, that exceed over $4 million in the last 20 years. It is imperative for the author to connect with their reader and their audiences in every way possible. And one of the most successful, which is, which is the power of it, is that when you're on the platform as a speaker, you can touch into every emotion that your listener has, whether it's sadness, whether it's anger, whether it's depression, whether it's excitement, whether it's I, I want to change my life, whatever. Well, change isn't the emotion, but that's the action. But it's whatever is moving them that your words that you wrote and now that you're going to articulate and bring out, we'll take them to whatever their next, next step is. That's what we're going to focus on today. With me is just the woman to do it. Susan Levin has been around for a long time, almost as around as, as I've been. But she's been bringing speakers and authors and experts together with audiences um, who actually work with her through what her, one of her companies, which is speakerservices.com. She's a marketing strategist for speakers and authors, and she's known truly as the wise woman of speaker marketing. And, and we're going to brainstorm on what you can do to get your book to speech format, whether it's a workshop, whether it's a, a keynote, whether you're going for the big bucks and getting paid, whether you're really going to do the, the Rotary Club, the, the chicken lunch, the, the croissant breakfast, 
circuit to get you started. And by the way, that free circuit could be a great way to seed it and take you into another, a whole new revolution with your book. But we're going to get into some of these secrets and, and, and discover what, what it is that will take you to that level that you really can connect with your audiences. Susan knows how to, to uh, find them how to negotiate with them, how to get you there. So, Susan, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, glad to have you. So let, let's just jump into that. And, and um, you've been doing this, working with, with, with authors and speakers for how long now? Since 1992, so I guess that's about 20 years there. I know. We've been out there. You know, it, it was in the 90, 1990, actually, where I really crossed over and found my true niche, which was the healthcare market, when I was out speaking and writing um, at that time, before I exclusively do what I do now, which is just working with authors and developing their books and getting them out there. But it's the power of the platform is what really took it off. So, so Susan, tell us exactly what you do. I work with um, professional people, experts, entrepreneurs, authors, um, speakers who are interested and understand the value of marketing themselves as speakers as a way to gain visibility and credibility and to build their practice. And the way that we do that is through an online directory, which is a paid listing service called speakerservices.com where my speakers will pay a flat fee to be listed. We don't take commissions, but we, uh, we connect them with audiences that they may not find on their own. And the way that I do that is having been out there so long, people, uh, we have uh, about 5,000 event planners who we let know every month about our new speakers and authors. They Google us. We come up first in, in the search engines, and they call on our speakers directly. Uh, we're not just um, grabbing people's money and saying, give me your money and, you know, we'll get you a listing. We're also helping with the marketing end because a lot of people um, don't recognize that speaking is a business. And that's what Judith and I have been talking about for the last couple times that we've been visiting with each other on the telephone. It's a business, and, and you have to treat it like any other business. You can't just jump out there and say, I'm a speaker. And there are ways that you can make it work for you. And additionally, uh, we teach marketing workshops, speaker workshops. We have conferences. We do teleclasses. Uh, we have a speakers community and a very active easing and a blog, a blog called speakerscommunity.com slash blog. So we, we've got a lot going on, and I do consultations on speaker marketing and speak about that, Golden, the Gift of Gab, and you know, speak your way to more business, how to market yourself as a speaker. And really, truly, um, my vision has been all along and still is to, to support the professional people, not the professional speakers, but the professional people who want to get a book for speaking using their book, as many of the folks who are on this call or who are listening um, later on to the, to the radio show um, will recognize. And we also know, Judith and I, both know this, that many of the um, people who are authors spend a lot of time in isolation writing their book, and when it comes time to be able to step out of the cave, so to speak, they're not prepared to speak, and they don't even recognize how that's done. So that's what, you know, what we're talking about here, and we want to 
give you a leap of faith or help you to step forward and jump off the mountain because that's one of the best ways to get your message out there and create a lot of um, different income streams. Well, you know, let's let's uh, kiss on this before we jump on that you, you did mention speakers bureaus and how you operate. And it sounds like um, for, for people who don't know how a traditional speaking bureau operates mm-hmm. is that, number one, most speakers, especially newer speakers, would do die, 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 die to have a speakers bureau pick them up and tell their clients about them. The reality is, dear listener, <laughs> truth be told, <laughs> they, don't <Abby. laughs> yeah, they don't care about you. Um, and when you are fairly new in the industry until you have really, really well, not only credentialed, but you really are um, rooted in and you've got really developing a speaker career, the exception would be if you are, a, you know, the celebrity of the month or some that kind of a star, then they all want you because you're going to demand the bigger bucks. But for the, the average professional the speaker, the professional who goes into it, that you're, you know, you're not going to be on the front page of the Wall Street Journal or the National Enquirer or People Magazine or fill in the blank. And, um, and I mean, truth be told, wouldn't everybody like to have Angelina Jolie as their exclusive, <laughs> their exclusive stable? And because she would command huge bucks if she could speak. And I don't know if, well, she can. She's articulate. But with that said, that they will get anywhere from 25 to 35% of your speaking fee. What Susan's talking about is that they do a listing and you pay just a flat fee to be involved in their directory. Um, and then the people who they have, 5,000 people, I, heard, I think I heard that number, um, on their list that they actually promote, they market people out to every month. And if someone's interested in you, they contact you directly. That means you keep 100% of it. Is that correct, Susan? Absolutely. All right. So with that said, you just understand there's a difference. And then finishing up on the other side of it is that once you become very successful in this market, that you really don't need a speaking bureau because people can find you. And with the Internet, it's so much easier to find you these days. All right, so let, let's just jump into some of these things. Um, what, what, are the, Susan, what are some of the steps that an author should do to become a successful speaker? Well, I think we the have- first thing that they should do is get a coach and to help them put their presentation together. Uh, because a, a lot of the authors don't even realize um, that there are many different talks that could come out of their book. Each chapter might be a talk in itself. So choose um, something that um, uh, that's uh, what you're mostly passionate about and then have some offshoots of it and get yourself a coach who will help you put your your talk together. A good talk, by the way, has an opening and a closing that kisses each other. So mm-hmm. what you open with, you end with. And then three points in an hour. And you support your points by telling a story and uh, getting the audience involved. It's a proven fact that when you involve the audience that they'll remember about 95% more of what you say than if you're just a talking head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And the other thing that I always would say, we, we have a minute before our first break here, but the one of the things I'd always say is to understand the value of learning how to speak uh, with a roller coaster 
strategy. And the roller coaster is what I mean is that we're going up and down. You need to tap into the emotions, you know, the happy, sad, glad, excited, enthusiastic, da 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 da. You need to go up and down. And and for example, if you do if you do a sad story, by God, you better bring them out of it. Um, otherwise, you're going to have everyone and bummed. <laughs> that's not a good idea. That that's um, a really good point. I was once at a conference in Mexico, and um, somebody, a very well-known speaker, did an intense process with the group, and there were like 300 people there, and she did not process them out. She just said, okay, the exercise is done, and that's, you know, there's an art to doing um, exercises, like Judith said, you know, and people were like devastated, you know, some of them were crying. You have to process that. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked? If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Change the way you publish online. WaveCloud is a new form for authors to manage all their books' information in one place from start to finish, including pricing and listing summary. To learn more or sign up for email updates, visit wavecloud.com. Every picture tells a story. And it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303 303- 
985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. This, this session, we're going to be talking about speaking, 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 speaking on your books. And that should be always part of your game plan as an author. I don't care if you're fiction or you're nonfiction. You need to know how to, when to, and the strategies of opening your mouth to connect with your readers, um, not only with your words that you write, but with the words that you articulate. And it's, it's a very effective way to bring in revenues. It's an extraordinarily effective way to sell a lot of books. My guest this hour is Susan Levin, who really is an expert in marketing speakers and bringing speakers um, the, the strategies on how to get out there and finding their niches and, and who should be buying their services. And she does have a very effective um, company called speakerservices.com. So, Susan, you're talking about a story about Mexico just before we went to the break, and the music might have drowned you out. So why don't you come back and recap that, and we'll move on. Yeah, I went to a conference in Mexico where there were 300 people, and there was a very well-known speaker who was doing a process. As we were sharing with people, it's good to do something interactive, involve the audience. Oh, and yes. there's absolutely. an art to doing that. And as you had mentioned earlier, you know, you just don't give them the assignment and say, okay, fine. You want to process them out, you know, by asking them questions or, or what, you know, experience did they get from it and have a few people share. And in this one, she did not do that, and people were devastated uh, because it was such a deep thing, and they were crying. And I thought, oh, my God, this is really not a good thing. She, she needed to do one more step. And that was to process them out, you know, because she left them hanging. Mm-hmm. So you speakers should never leave them hanging. Right. So let's come back to the book. Um, I, and you, you talked about developing speeches. Sometimes you can do one per, per uh, chapter, certainly. Um, I've always felt that, especially in the nonfiction arena, that whatever the title of your book is, that you ought to have at least one of your speeches yeah. with title on it. Would you agree? Oh, totally. Totally. It's like having a, uh, it's like the trunk of a tree. That's, that's the name of your keynote talk, the name of your book. But because you have several different chapters in there and things that you're talking about, each one of them, as I mentioned earlier, could be a talk in itself. So those are the branches. And it all, you know, goes back to, you know, people purchasing the book or wanting to come to uh, a workshop that you're doing, teleclass, webinar, working with you privately. Because um, speaking 
and when you're speaking, you need to become a conglomerate. You can't just say, oh, I have a book and I'll go out and speak and hope that people will buy the book. Of course they will, but we want to sell the mother services. And one of the things, Judith, that I um, find is that many times um, the authors don't recognize that they're the expert. And it's sort of like a bell goes off, and this is what happened to me many years ago when I first started speaker services. Uh, I had a speaker and an event planner who was listed with us, who called me and said, we want you to come to speak. And I, and at the, be- at the beginning, I didn't have a talk. I was just, you know, the admin person putting this all together. And I said, why me? She said, because you're the expert. And then it was like ring-a-ding-ding. You are the expert. People are seeing you as the expert because you, you're doing this business. I mean, of course, I wasn't as accomplished as I am now. And, and I took the challenge and I said, fine, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. And I made up a name of a talk. I saw a book on the floor, and it was about everybody could be successful in business. And I ran out, and I got a coach, and I started putting my stories together and, and my quotes and all that. And I, I did the talk um, and didn't even ask the right questions, you know, uh, ahead of time. I had no idea who the group was except that it was a rotary club oh, of ouch. very conservative um, business people. And my talk was very spiritual. You know, anybody could be successful in business, the law of attraction way back then, you know, and, and I just was having a grand old time with it, but they didn't resonate with it that well. And yeah. I learned a lot in that conversation. And um, one thing I learned was you don't stand behind the podium, but I didn't know my talk. I was reading it, you know, so we don't expect people to memorize it, but if you're the expert, you're going to, you you should know your stuff, and you should be able to just outline your points and stand in front of the podium because um, one of the things that happens, um, and you alluded to this earlier, you know, you have to have charisma and, and you need connection with the audience and along with content. And if you don't have those three things, you don't have it going on. You could have the greatest content and stand behind the podium and nobody's going to hear what you have to say. No, you know, I, I have been in, I mean, I'm, we're, we're doing this conference. I'm, I'm not in my regular studio offices. I'm actually doing this remotely today because I'm attending a conference in Connecticut. You are? I, I am right now. I took a break. Huh? <laughs> the show, I'll go back. And um, that it, it's, it's, if someone stands behind the podium Number one, it almost says, oh, my God, this is going to be dry, clinical, and boring. That is almost what comes up to my mind mm-hmm. be- because that, for me, I-, I believe, as the author of the book, there is no question that you are the expert. By God, you wrote the book, and that you better know what this content is. You, you better know what your key points are. I mean, what, what's, what was the problem, if it's, if it's in the nonfiction line, what's the problem, what's the cause? What's the effect and what's the solution to it? You're the expert. You know what the problem is. You know what the causation is of it is. You know what the dominoing effect is. And by God, you know what the, the solution is. Those are four things. And then you couple it with, you. let's say, your three points. I, since I talk fast, I always get a lot more points in. Funny. <laughs> But, I mean, I absolutely believe that. I, I, I pile my, my audiences with high in-depth content. But <laughs> the, the reality is that you have that, 
and that all you need, I mean, let's say we've got five, we've got ten fingers. Let's go, well, we've got eight fingers, got a couple of thumbs. Put one word at the tip of each one. You don't need notes. And if you do need notes, put them on this little card, and you come out and you move around. You connect. You eye connect. You must learn to eye connect as a speaker. And that you go in and you'll find out. The other thing that you're saying with your story that it, you were the absolutely the example, Susan, of you were the wrong fit. That this audience wasn't looking for your message. Um, you know, we didn't know back. How many years ago was that? Twenty. <laughs> oh my God, honey bunny, you weren't even the right gender then. So you go. <laughs> <laughs> And, and there you have those variations, and you have to really look. Um, I, I know as a speaker, I got caught in a conference in Atlanta where not only did they change the title of my topic that I thought I could read to done, they changed the deal, and I got there, and I thought I was talking to a bloody stone wall. Oh my and, uh, and then I started asking questions, and it was very clear that their expectations were actually different from what my expectations were. And so I started an open dialogue um, That's smart. Yeah. And, and, and went back to them, and, and I refunded my speaking fee. Oh. Because yeah. although I didn't feel I screwed up, um, that the audience didn't know that because, they, I mean, I told them this is not what I had agreed to speak on. Let's see what we can do to fix this for everybody. But it, it was, you know, it wasn't fun. And, and it was absolutely, and it was also a situation, let's go back to speaking, a speaking bureau had booked this and they wouldn't let me contact and talk with the meeting planner. Oh, that's bad, yeah. That so was protective still- and, and, oh. and scared. Oh, were they ever. All right, so we've got a couple of minutes. We've been chatting away here, but let's let's see so what else can we do. Why Susan, why is it why is it good to speak for free? Oh, it's excellent to speak for free because it builds your locally speak for free. I don't ever ask anybody to, you know, go to New York or Chicago if they're living in Los Angeles or Portland. I, I expect then that you would get paid for your expenses and then some. But the reason that I think it's good to speak locally for free is because this is a great way for you to build your foundation, uh, meaning that you can get people, uh, begin to build the uh, email list so that you can stay out in front of people because people don't always buy a service from you immediately. They may not even buy the book from you right away. Uh, But say down the line, you come out with another book, you come out with a workbook, you come out with a teleclass, a webinar, or you're starting to do uh, consultations or group situations, you can stay out in front of them so that that, otherwise they'll go to somebody else because you are the expert. Mm -hmm. And also when you speak, whether you speak for free or fee, one of the things that we like to share with our people is that they use a rating form before they leave the room um, to find out, get a little bit of feedback, you know, what was the best thing that they got from your uh, talk, what could they put into action right away. And I always like to say, you know, do you have any referrals for me? Because oh, yes. I, I think that that's an ideal thing to go. All right, we're going to come to our midpoint break, and when we come back, let's talk about how to
This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing with Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount from the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Do you need postcards that make a statement? How about business cards, flyers, brochures, or NCR forms? TuVets is the solution for all your printing needs. Providing services specially designed for authors, we deliver exceptional quality colored printing. Most important of all, we specialize in reducing your printing costs. No more waiting. No more standing in lines at your local printer. Online proofing. With our pricing tools calculator, you can get instant quotes on all your printing products, as well as shipping rates all over the United States. Just a few clicks of the mouse and you're on the way to discovering how easy and convenient online color printing should be. Contact our friendly, human, account representatives. We recognize that you want answers, not voice prompts. Visit our website at www.tu-vets.com or call one 800 894-8977. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. 
today we're talking about speaking on your books and that one of the things that we do at authoru.org, one of our sponsors, is that we do a variety of programs that are designated to showing authors how to market. For example, in the October book camp, October 6th, it's going to be marketing with a twist. And although we're not doing a program specific because on speaking, it's going to be more towards social media, all the variations here, that speaking is imperative um, out there. And that I know that when you can speak and you tap into the emotions of your audience and understanding who your audience is, and when Susan and I come back, she is going to talk about um pre-query letters that you do as well, you will find out what's the hot button, what's the tone, and all that. And one of the, the really positive, one of the benefits of belonging to authoru.org is that you will learn the tricks of the trade, the tricks of the marketing trade for books and authors, the trick of creating a book of quality production. In a conversation just the other day with one of the top book award uh, uh, supporters in the country. Well, not winner. Oh. They, the top book people who does awards, they have thousands and thousands mm -hmm. of entries. He said he could always tell when authors came from Author You, when book awards, because mm -hmm. of the quality of the production. So if you, as our listeners, want to become a seriously successful author, you want to join authoru.org. Just go to the website, join. Membership is only $89 a year, and you will get a benefit that brings you national distribution that is worth $500 free to you off the bat. All right, Susan, we're back. And let's go back into that query letter and the evaluation letter. Now, one of the things I'm going to suggest in, when you do these exit things that I think that a lot of them you have them ranking, which is okay um, at times, but sometimes they overdo it because if you, as a speaker, I can tell you when I was on the circuit that you could get, you could have an audience with 200 people and you'll go through evaluation after evaluation. They love, 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 love your style. They love your humor. Um, and then there's someone says, you suck. I know. And your, stock, your seams aren't straight on your stockings or your hair is not part oh, of straight. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had one in Arizona years, years and years and years ago. And someone said, you know, we loved you. Love your energy. Love your humor. Love your message. But, and of course, here's the but coming. You know, didn't you wear those same earrings five years ago when you were here? <laughs> and you're going, oh, get over it. So, take it um, personally. Well, you do. But the thing is, you have to, if you leave yourself open-ended, that, that sometimes yeah. those evaluations, you get one negative. And let me tell you, there's sometimes you are just not going to connect with a person there. And But what happens is, when you look at them, they can just suck you all down. So, you need to include... Questions that are something like, what would you like best? And, you know, how will you use my three action plans? Um, what do you plan to do next? Um, and, and then, because Susan's going to get into this, you'd like to have repeat business. So you might ask a question, you know, what else would you like to hear from me? And, of course, may we quote you, those kind of things. What would you add, like to add to that, Susan? Uh, I call it a shopping list. I say, yes, huh. I'm interested. Please contact me. And then I put an underscore. 
put me on your email list. And I also say in big letters, please print, because half the time you can't read what people are saying. And then I put down, for me, it would be um, I'm interested in getting uh, uh, the speaker's guidelines for getting listed in speaker services. Mm -hmm. or, and uh, if I have a teleclass coming up, uh, like Find and Land Speaking Opportunities, a five-part teleclass series on such and such a date, contact me. I'd mm -hmm. like a private cons marketing consultation with you. Anything that I've got going on goes on that list, and all I ask for is their name, their phone number, and their email address. I don't do any snail mail anymore. I, I just do email, and I will call them right away or have my assistant call you know, within a day or two because if you let it go by and say, oh, I'll just wait two or three weeks, they could go to somebody else. Uh, and I want to nip it in the bud. I want to get the client. I want to get the deal. Uh, and then the way that you get these back um, so that they don't run out of the room, you know, uh, or say, can I fax it to you kind of thing, um, is that you offer a, a prize. And it might be where you say, you know, I'd really appreciate some feedback from you. It's very helpful for me to know how I can assist you. I can't speak to you all at one time. There's so many of you. Uh, however, um, if you will fill out this form that I'm passing out, I'm going to raffle off a $250 session with me, a one-hour session for speaker marketing, or your book if you choose to, or if you don't have anything. I mean, most people do have a book, I would assume, or working on a book. Um, it could be a star $25 gift certificate to Starbucks, anything, because everybody wants to win something. I mean, I think it's good if it's personal. And you collect them and you pull the winner right there and then. Mm -hmm. and, and then you've got them back in your hot hands. Yeah, exactly. And that is the thing to do. And, and, and if, when you have them out, and here's the other thing is, I would print them on colored paper, not white paper. They've already got a ton of white paper. Oh, so on a, a colored paper so they do stand out. And, I, for example, I'm known... I always have purple, purple things. So I do it on a purple piece of paper. So I will have them do a fill out. I, since I have lots of books, um, I will do a book. But there's also other combinations. And actually, you know, people are not going to turn down a Starbucks card or, a, a, you know, any kind of a gift a card. Gift that leave, yeah, give, leave you with a gift. So you get them in and do that. And also, if you have an easing um, or a newsletter, um, that if get you do want to get those emails, but oh, make totally. sure yeah you do what Susan suggests that you print, please print, um, and put that on, and then you collected emails, and then here's what I would do: as soon as you've got those, I would be shooting those people an email, and and I would just say it was my pleasure to present to you at blah blah blah, and please follow me on and give your Twitter on that so you you can collect them and as or, or Facebook but Twitter I like I think I think there's great strategies especially for authors mm -hmm. with marketing with Twitter so gather that up so you can communicate with them that way too that that's a really uh, very good suggestion I like that oh good all right so Susan what um, what kind of mistakes do author speakers make they, well, the biggest mistake is that they, they talk too long. They go over their time, and that's very 
um, unethical because there may be other people on the platform or there may be other things that are planned out in the time frame and they're just not being obnoxious. Now, I'm going to add something else that I haven't talked about in a while because this happened to me last week, where they might give a, a talk. And this may not, this, I hope this is not you, but it was so offensive, um, where a gal gave a talk, uh-huh. and then she did a 15-minute pitch to upsell uh, for a free two-day workshop, which I knew, and I don't know if the others knew, that it would lead to, you know, a huge upsell for a three-year program. Mm -hmm. And it was just totally, you know, obnoxious to me. And then she followed everybody into the audience who were filling out the forms and with her people, you know, to sit with them. So that's, you know, you don't want to sell like that. You want to seed throughout your talk, you know, by telling stories, by giving examples or opening the book and saying, you know, on page 191, you know, um, I tell the story, and that's where you could read it also, you know, well, if you have that, a story. That's a classic example. I have a, a couple of very powerful stories in, in my book, The Confidence Factor, and I will, uh, I, I introduce it. This is one of the, of the 10,000 interviews that I have mm-hmm. done as an author. This one has always been in the top three. And I just pick up my book and I read. Now, I know it by heart, but I just read, and I can even paraphrase it. They have have no idea. All I'm doing is holding the book. They didn't see the cover. They know I have the book. I'm telling you, I sell a gazillion of those Mm -hmm. books when I'm not doing that. And there's subtle ways. So what we're saying, um, dear listener, (laughs) is that you don't have to do a cram-down sale, that there are subtleties that you can do as an author um, if you will deliver content from the platform, give them in-debt points, give them ideas of what they can take away to morph, to change their life, to better their workplace, whatever your, your deal is, you don't have to make those blatant 15-minute pitch fest that if you're good, it doesn't matter if you have an MBA or a PhD, what you have to be is G-O-O-D. <laughs> I mean, that's it. So we have, we're going to go into our last break. We've got 30 seconds, Susan. So is there any quick tip we can give to them? Or actually, we have 10 seconds. So let's hold that okay. when we come back. But let me just add on, on that pitching, if you're good, you don't have to do it. They're going to come to you. You can in, in just have is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Writing and reading are moving to the cloud. WaveCloud represents a whole new community for writers and readers to connect, communicate, evaluate, and share. Writers hone their craft and build their business Readers build their favorites. Sign up for updates at wavecloud.com. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. 
You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, the speaking profession is one that I know really well. I have I, I made a very successful living on the platform all about my books and I never did a speech unless I had a book that supported it with me as the authority and I and it just was a deal so I spoke about what I wrote and I wrote about what I spoke so it it worked both ways I walked both sides of the streets there and it was very successful with me this hour has been Susan Levine, who is brilliant in working with speakers, and we want to let everyone know that they, if they go to speaker.com, they can get uh, send her an email and speaker Susan services. speakerservices.com. Okay. So and send so send an email to Susan at speaker services. Yeah, speakerservices.com. Mm-hmm. And she will say, "Hey, I want to talk," and she'll give you a fifteen-minute uh, uh, freebie. Um, consultation. So that would be Susan at Speaker Services. That's with the plural. 
uh, com, and she will handle that. So, Susan, I wanted to, to talk about a couple things that, that most speakers do not realize, and especially authors. They need to understand what a one-sheet is, mm -hmm. and they need to understand what are some of the goodies that they need in their speaker toolkit, and, and you do this online now. And, uh, and also about videos and social media and getting it out there. So that's a lot to handle in, in about 12 minutes. <laughs> I'll do my, my best. There okay. you go. Okay. What, what's really going to get you booked is to have a one sheet, which is an overview about what you speak about. It's your sell sheet. So if you have more than one talk, it's very helpful to have it on the one sheet. It has a part for your bio. It has a banner across the top telling us that you're the author of, and it has a lead-in uh, hook that brings people into it. It has testimonials on it. You have your book cover on it. Good to have some photos on it, especially one of you in action, so the graphic artist can pick it up uh, and and play off of that. And um, there's a few other things that go into it, you know, the call to action as well. And it needs to be done um, edited properly. You need to be focused. We work with people on that, and it's very tricky to focus people and get it down into a couple sentences to, for each part of that. Uh, actually, we're going to be doing a one one sheets made easy in a uh, four part teleclass or webinar very soon. Um, so that's one thing. It's a sell sheet. This is what they'll look at before they'll even look at a video. Um, at one time, it was important to have a three camera video demo shoot in front of an audience, but I don't think it's necessary now. And I don't even know that many people who are offering a demo showcase as I was for 15 years and stopped doing it. However, it is a good idea to have video, and it can be a one or a two camera with you speaking into the camera and not looking down, you know, at your content on the floor there, but looking into the camera, get a little bit of coaching. Don't make it more than a minute or two, and have it sprinkled throughout your website. Why did you write the book? Maybe somebody would interview you and the two of you would be on it, or somebody would be asking you a question, or welcome to my website or um, a tip that you can use. And any of these videos would be applicable or possible to put onto social media, whether you're on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter, you, and, and on your blog. And then you can start circulating them and people can begin to see. You can um, connect them to your um, blog post. You can have an article. For example, I have about nine short videos that I did. One is a welcome one. One is... Um, how do you write a proper introduction? That's another thing that you need to know. You write your introduction before you get there and you send it to the person who's introducing you because they don't know you and you, that's part of your marketing. And then I did a video on it, a short video. So it's on a, my blog about introductions. So they read how to put it together and then they see the video. You know, so that's a good way you know, to get your message out there. That's an example of it. What you want on your website is a link for speaking, so we know what you speak about, and that's where your one sheet can live as well. And then a breakdown on each of the topics that you speak on. Give us five or six bullet points so we know what the takeaways are. And as Judith said earlier, it's the pain and the gain. What's in it for the audience? It's not about you. It's about them. That's what people forget. It's not about your ego, you know, and you're the, the star. We know you're the expert, but what can they get from it? What are your strategies? What's your system? And, um, and then on the, um, we want you to have a, a link uh, on your website called For Meeting Planners. 
And in that link, you don't have to have all of these things, but it's as you go along, you'll be gathering it. It would be um, your bio, perhaps in two different word formats, you know, lengths. You, all your JPEGs, which would include your book JPEGs as well, and, and you, your your uh, headshots, uh, your videos, so they can link to them. Any testimonials that you have, uh, what pe what the audiences are saying, what the, what the meeting planners are saying. I don't know that you're going to have all these. You might have a Q and A, you know, about your program. You know, people may want to know that. Um, it can link to back to your speaking page as well. So an event planner comes on to it and they see it. Oh, here's for me all the information. They don't have to call you immediately and you don't have to spend a lot of time with them. They can see for themselves, so it's more automated. And you also should have a place for them to fill out a form uh, for uh, telling you about what their event is about. and It's a query-type form. And you could find that on my website at speakerservices.com. When you pull down the menu for um, speakers' directories, it will say for meeting planners, and there's a form that they fill out if they're looking for a specific speaker. And it tells us also what their budget is. So you mm -hmm. can adapt that for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and I think you should also have a, a media page or a press page. As you begin to do radio shows or you get mentioned on uh, in magazines or newspapers, post it there. Um, and I think another good thing to do um, is to put your interview questions there when you are interviewed, just like I have done for Judith here. Um, she asked me for the questions so we would have a clear picture of what we were going to go through, and I have them. I don't have a media page. I just keep it separate. But for you guys, you know, put it on the page so it makes it easy, and along with the JPEGs and, and along with your introduction again. So um, social media is really powerful. Uh, you can get speaking engagements that way. It's all about connection. It goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You need the connection, you need the charisma, and you need the content. And it crosses over from um, blogs to social media. And I can't even begin to tell you how many connections I have made through social media, have gotten booked for many gigs, have gotten my speakers booked for many gigs, um, and just by posting and keeping visible on various um, groups, uh, I have a group on LinkedIn, uh, like author you, called Speaker Services. You're welcome to join. It's all about speaking. On Facebook, it's called Speakers Community. Um, if you are already out speaking, there's another group on Facebook, only if you're a speaker and you want uh, tips and advice. It's called The Speakers Group that Sabrina Gibson put together, and she's a social media expert, so you're welcome to join that. Uh, and I just go around to all the different groups of interest, and you want to find your niche market, the people who will be you know, interested in hearing what you have to say. And you do have permission to call on the people, the members of the group. If you see somebody there who you want to connect with because you can read their profile, you have every bit of permission to email them, to contact them through LinkedIn, to say, hey, I'd like to talk to you. How about a collaboration? Or I think I can assist your people. Or would you be interested in having me on a radio show? Oh, that reminds me. There's another group on um, Facebook. Uh, is it Facebook? Yeah. It's the Global Speakers and Radio People. And, and these are people who are looking for um, people to interview on their radio shows or teleclasses uh, run by a woman named Patty Farmer. 
So there's lots of opportunities to speak, and speaking may not always be in front of an audience. It may be by doing a teleclass, or it might be by doing a podcast, or being on a radio show, or being interviewed on the TV. So um, it's it's very powerful. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to say that um, through LinkedIn, most recently I met a man, a man found me through LinkedIn, and he's in the Netherlands. And he contacted me because he really liked my business model. And now we're in talks about having speaker services uh, with a licensing agreement for the Netherlands. So we may become international. Well, listen, speakers by definition are international. And and actually, if you're using social media or anything, it's international. And one of the fabulous trends that's evolving, you know, from the speaking and the podcasting are certainly taking your book creating a webinar out of it, um, and getting that, and that takes them anywhere, anywhere. All right, our last minute, one final tip. Oh, just, um, I want to say, uh, speak your way to more business. That's what I always say to my people, and call me or email me, Susan, at speakerservices.com. If I can assist you in any way, I'd be happy to just mention that you heard me on Judith's show, and I'm there for you. And I do answer the phone, but email me first for an appointment, Susan at speakerservices.com. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. So speaking, I am a huge proponent of it. I think authors need to speak. They must learn how to do it so they connect, um, tell the story. You will sell gazillions of books this way. Um, whether you do it from the back of the room, whether you send them to bookstores or you send them to Amazon, I mean, it's your choice. But the literary, the, the, the whole literal bottom line is that it's a way to connect with people. For being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryle.